I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. Remember, your goal is everything you say, everything you do, you're trying to essentially nudge the client down the straight line from the open to the close. And remember, at this, another way to look at this is to say, well, we have our certainty scale, like almost running parallel to the straight line, right? So, you know, one is absolute uncertainty and a 10 is when they're in a state of absolute certainty. They love it, they hate it. And when you open up your mouth, like the first word, where is the prospect? Well, you don't really know, right? You know, you're not a fine reader, right? But you know they're somewhere on this scale. They're probably not gonna be to one, right? You know, they have some preconceived notion because the one means they think your product's a piece of crap, right? So unless you're in an industry where they're really predisposed to thinking that it's a total scam, right? You can probably find someone in a five or a six, meaning they think your product's okay, it has merit, but they're not really that certain it's the best of class. Like yours is the right solution because there's probably other solutions besides yours, right? So let's say you're an insurance salesperson and you're selling life insurance. Well, if you work for a, a basically reputable company, they'll say, okay, well, it's probably good, like his, his policy, but is it as good as MetLife? Is it as good as, you know, Mutual of Oma? I'm just picking random companies. They don't really know which is the best and if this particular policy has all the features and benefits that are gonna perfectly suit them. So the point is that when someone enters the, the encounter, they're not gonna be a, a one, right? They're like, sort of, they probably think that what you have is okay, and maybe it's pretty good, so they might be either a six or a seven, but that is this point here in the beginning. And then what's happening is as you move someone down the straight line from the open to the close, every word you say is designed to slowly but surely take them from a six to a 6.57, all the way to get them as close as possible to a 10. So think of it like as you're moving someone down the straight line, you're building more and more certainty. And of course, not just for the first 10, but for all three tens, right? That's just basic stuff, right? And then I always talk about that your client or your prospect typically wants to take you off the straight line, right? And they spiral off to Pluto or your anus, right? They try to take control of the conversation. You want to keep them on the line moving forward towards the close, right? So you have these healthy boundaries above and below the line. And I always say when you're inside these boundaries, you're in control. And when you go outside the boundaries, you lose control. Your prospects in control, you're out of control. So in control, in control, out of control, out of control, right? What does that really mean though? There's, you know, practically speaking, what does that really mean? So I, 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 and again, this is not about how you take control. You know that, right? You take control by sounding sharp as attack, enthusiastic self, an expert in your field. That's how you do it, right? But what does it really mean to be in control? Well, what I'm driving at here is that, and what most salespeople miss with the straight line when they really don't get it at the highest level, is that the magic, what really drives the power of the straight line is not when you're directly on the straight line. When you're on the straight line, you're doing the talking on script. In other words, you have a, a, a language pattern, a script that you've written that basically guides you from the open to the close. And remember, the beauty of a straight line script is it's essentially a series of scripts. It's not one script. 
We have a script for the first four seconds, which then connects you to the intelligence gathering phase, to your transition, to your first presentation, to your looping. It's, it goes the whole way through. When you're directly on this line, what you're doing is you're saying things, I meaning everything you say, everything you do, every document you hand, every sales aid you have, every website you show, every brochure, it's all designed to raise that level of certainty. But what typically happens is, right, you're not gonna be on the line because that would mean you're doing all the talking and you become a talking head. See, people don't like to be preached to. So in, in a legitimate sale, it actually plays out in the real world is that it's a dialogue between you and the prospect. You get it? Straight line technology isn't you just talk, 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 talk. That's when you're on the straight line. When you're off the straight line, but inside these boundaries, that's where the magic happens. It's when you're asking the prospect a question. So watch, you ask the prospect a question and he starts to respond to your question. Inside the boundaries means he's giving you the response that you need to have, meaning he's, you're, you're gathering the intelligence. Say, so tell me how long you've been living in the area for. Because let's say you just need, whatever you're selling, you need to know how long he's living in this area. He says, oh, I just moved there uh, six months ago and I, I used to live over in Denver and still okay. And then he starts saying, yeah, and I miss Denver because I used to go to Denver. I used to do a lot of fishing by the lake and I love trout fishing. And then you're like, oh my God, you like trout fishing? I love trout fishing. And next thing you know, you're talking about trout fishing in Denver thinking that you're getting into rapport. But that's not rapport, that's repulsive to people. Experts don't do that. So you ask a question and they answer you and as long as the answer is germane to the sale, meaning it's the intelligence that you need, it serves the outcome of closing and finding out what their needs are, their values, their pain points, right? As long as it serves that purpose, that's what I mean by being inside the boundaries. All good, 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 good. They go to trout fishing and you're off in Pluto. Now, here's the point. Just because they go to Pluto, that's okay too. But what you don't do is say, oh, you're, you know, you have a nightmare you're in Pluto. Let me jump in because the water's warm. In other words, you don't say, oh my God, I love trout fishing too, and spend five minutes talking about trout fishing. You let them speak. You're like, aha, uh -huh, oh wow, that's really cool. Oh my God, that's great. Wow, yeah, really, that's really awesome. Oh, and by the way, so you bought this house here. Tell me about this house. Let's say you're in real estate and you wanted to go, so you move, you essentially let them spin out. You say, uh-huh, oh well, you use your active listening. So you show interest in what they have. You show empathy, that you're interested, you care. And you say, oh great, wow, it's really cool. Now as far as the area goes, what attracted you to move here? Was it the school districts? I'm just making up a question. Whatever your next question was, you move back to that. So essentially, you let them talk, use your active listening to stay in rapport, and then use your tonality to carry your day back onto the straight line, and you ask your next question. And with each question you ask, you move a bit further down the line. So when you're speaking, you're on the line, you're doing the speaking, when you're off the line but inside the boundaries, your prospect is speaking, but he's talking about things that are germane to the sale, that serve the outcome of what the sale's about, which is to close. When he spins out, when you're out of controls, when you think that 
because he span out, you should join the party and start talking about whatever he was talking about. That's when you've lost control of the sale. And it quickly devolves into a situation where he knows you're not an expert because experts don't waste time. Experts don't do that. Another example would be when someone, if you are, for instance, in the back half of the sale, right? Let's go. When you're in the, in the looping, as you should be running looping patterns, but if you don't know what you're doing and a typically untrained salesman, they'll get asked a question, like a, someone will give them a buy signal. Say, well, how much does that cost again? And they'll say, oh, it's $14.99 or $29.99. And they stop there and it becomes a sort of question answer thing. And next thing you know, you start spiraling out here versus taking control in the back half of the sale, which means running your looping pattern, taking an objection, answering it, and then saying, let me say this, the true beauty is that you build more certainty and you stay on the line. The point is, is that what you don't want to do in the back half is start getting to this sort of question answer with open-ended statements that don't bring you back onto the line where you start moving forward and asking for the order again. That's what it means to control the sale. So it's not about you talk, 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 talking. It's about you having a perfectly constructed script that moves you forward in, when I say moves you forward in the process of building certainty, that's what you're doing when you talk, allows your prospect to speak to the questions you're asking. You're saying, does that make sense? She's following me so far and they speak. And this when they talk, you're in here, all good. But it doesn't mean you spin out and go off to Pluto or your anus. Bottom line. Mm -hmm.